With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Simply Pray. This is Prophetess Rhonda Hammond. It is Easter weekend. Praise the Lord. I don't know if you all went out. We didn't get a chance to go to... Um, a good Friday service yesterday. So hopefully you have enjoyed that. I saw a lot of good Friday services going on last night. Um, and today there's a lot of Easter egg hunts going on and all that good stuff for the kids. And tomorrow we move into Resurrection Sunday, and I'm pretty excited about that because this is one of my favorite times of the year. And so hopefully you are reflecting and we are reflecting of God's goodness, of his resurrection, of his um, salvation power um, for us, to us, made available to us during this time. This is not the exact day, um, but this is the time that we observe it. Amen. And so we just want to think about this morning, think about that this morning um, as we're praying. We've got a different kind of topic this morning, not focused on the um, the resurrection. Um, because most of you will hear all of that during plays and services tomorrow. But I just want to continue on just a little bit, not about being anger. Um, I thought about it a lot yesterday, um, being angry. And we watched uh, a movie, and, and it dealt a lot with um, anger. And I thought about these calls that we did, be angry and sin not. And um, Al and I talked about it because he's like, man, this went on and it was so much anger in everything that was going on. And it was just a real depiction of when you are so, so angry, how you can see sin just come in. And um, this is not just sinful so much. It, it is, um, but it was just injustice. Um, and so it made me think about just, I'm still staying with those two messages about just staying in a great, great place in my mind, even though we're angry at different things, and as we're going through different things, realizing that God holds everything, that he's all-powerful, all-knowing, and it's a, it's a, it's a um, heart check, it's a lesson, it is a walking through, it, it is um, something that you have to, I, I think, total dependence on God, um, your love walk, to consistently go through different things in life and just check yourself in your um your your stance, your emotions, your everything, um, that we walk in God and we walk in his spirit. Amen. So today I want to go over to uh, Ecclesiastes. I want to talk today even, too, about um, the Lord put on me this morning. I was literally um, in a park um, available um, to some people that didn't have access to um, get showers, and there was, like, this shower right outside. And if I can explain it to you, it's almost as if I was there, like this right now. Um, and so it was like a homeless situation, and I was just like crying out for people and um, being able to for them to take showers and things like that. Sometimes I have dreams where I'm like really in it, 
and the emotion itself is all in it. Um, so then I'm able to pray for those people. So today, um, as the season is changing and we're going into some warmer weather, yesterday and the day before was beautiful, um, that there are some people out there that have nothing, that have no food, that have nothing to drink, nothing at all. Um, and we have such an, an advantage and we take it, um, we have an opportunity to have access to so many things. And so today I want to just pray out and um, call out the dead certain group of people that may just be going through some difficult times. I want to talk about, and, and um, this week you may have seen me on social media, water. I want to talk about this word that the Lord gave me this year, and the word is ebb and flow. And I'm consistently reminded of those words because I think over my life and just look at different things. It's almost as if when you, when you hear people talk about the seasons of their life, and they have seasons, and the seasons are over. I listened to um, Carrie Pope, and I put it up in our jewelry group, and he talked about um, going through different things and God giving you experience. And so when you've gone through different things, it's the experience that you get. doesn't necessarily mean it's a failure. It may feel like a failure, but you've gained experience in it because you're relatable, because you're able to be able to talk to people in um, certain platforms wherever God is getting ready to send you. And I thought back over that message, and I keep thinking about the ebb and flow. And so the other day, I woke up Wednesday morning. And I asked Al, could he take me to the water? Because this week I'm getting ready to go into the, another season. A, a, not a new season, just a, another season. The season is um, I've been on a furlough. I'm going back to work on um, Monday. And so the season of me um, being home and working on the book and all of those things, that's a, it's a different season. My seasons consistently change. I'm always looking at, okay, well, this season, it's almost as if, um, my seasons are speeding up, if that makes sense. Or maybe it's because I'm paying attention to those seasons. And and I'm saying this to you because there's times that you're going to go through. I don't know about you, but for my life, there's times where you're going through this and then this is over. It's almost as if you're looking for those seasons. Because I remember when we were going through everything with my aunt and uncle and that season was over, I said, okay, God, now what's next? Because this is not here. Now what? And I remember it getting quiet you know, getting quiet, and everything was just floating when we got through the holiday. And then I remember the Lord speaking um, about the ebb and flow, and then also giving me the word Gilgal, which is that restoration, that time of restoring some things and pulling back the reproach on things that were going on in our life. And so I'm still on that Gilgal, and the Gilgal, here we are, this season is changing, but the ebb and flow. And so I asked Al to take me out to the water because soon I would have to request to take off, and I wouldn't have the liberty to do some of the things that I have been doing while I've been home. And so we go down to the water, and I walk on the boardwalk because that was my thing. I just wanted to exercise too. And and I get down to the water, and it's absolutely beautiful out there. But what I've focused on, the concentration of, I wanted to just see really what the ebb and flow looks like. The ebb is the water going out. That's the decrease. And the flow is the water coming in, and that's the increase. And I'm like, God, speak to me about this whole thing because I do, when I look back over my life, it's the, the continuity, the ebb and flow in our life. And when I look back over things, it's always been this, you know, there's there's this time of decline. There's a time of increase. And I can give it to you from 2012 when I wasn't working. There was a decline. And then we were restored, and then just some other things happened. And it's this constant flow. And I'm talking to God and asking God, help me in this 
this to to walk through these ebbs and flows that we have in our life, not just in our business, right, but in our life. There's ebbs and flows. There's times where things are rolling and increasing, and then it's it's almost as if when I when I went to the bathroom before this call this morning, where you don't be high minded in this thing, where it keeps you humble in this thing because you're always going to have this decline and then increase in life. And I'm not saying that it'll always be. But I think so, because I'm going to give you this, uh, a, a, this, um, a scripture. Let's say, God, there has to be a scripture about ebb and flow, right? You have to have something to say about it. I want to give you this quote, and then I'm going to give you this scripture. Not to say that this is a constant thing, because God um, has these seasons of things that happen in our life. And you'll see it differently when um, we give you this scripture. But I want to give you this quote, and it's uh, by Burgess Meredith. It says, like the seasons of the year, life changes frequently and drastically. You enjoy it or endure it as it comes and goes, as it ebbs and flows. And I want to give it to you again. Like the seasons of the year, there's four of them, right? Life changes frequently and drastically. Frequently, which is often drastically, sometimes it's drastic. And you enjoy it or you endure it. Which one? It, it, um, you enjoy it or endure it as it comes and goes, as it ebbs and flows. So I'm going to put that up on um, my wall today. But I want to give you this scripture because we've all heard it before, and then we'll go and pray. This is something to think about because sometimes you're walking through and you're and you're um, you're going through. I even thought about this from the perspective perspective of having um, depression and lows and everything. But when the Lord tells you that some things are going to happen, you're able to handle it a bit better, and one thing that is consistent, and I believe I said this in my journey this morning, one thing that has been consistent with me is always prayer, that we simply pray. And so um, as you simply walk with God and talk to him and pray to him, he's always letting you know about what's going on in your life. And for me, this was a revelatory moment in my life, the ebb and flow. And I'm letting you know that there's some decrease in your life and some increase in your life. But as I said, as I thought about it in the bathroom, that you will be not high-minded about anything, that you would remember who you are, that there's a a humility and a humbleness in everything that you do. Because this is is, um, as easy as it could be a high, high moment. There could be a low, low moment. And so when you're walking through life, you just stay in the the, um, consistency of knowing. The word says to be content in every situation that you are in. And that was one of the things that we pulled out on how to manage money, to be content in wherever you are, that we work for things and we work hard and we grind for things, but knowing that there's this ever-moving, consistent flow in life because God has taken us through so many things for whatever purpose that we have on this life. And as I talked about it last week, it's that blueprint, how your blueprint looks different than mine and how this week on everything that was going on, it was this constant conversation about not comparing yourself to others, right? Because we all live our own life. God is fashioning us for our own destiny, our own purpose, our own people whom we should talk to. But I want to give you this scripture because the Lord says it here in such a way. When I went to go pull up the scripture about ebb and flow, this is the scripture. God's unchangeable work in the mystery of time is through um, Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 15. And you heard it before, but maybe not with those words, ebb and flow. Discerning the time appropriately in the mystery of God's work. And I know we talked about it here on this prayer call, but not in this in the sense of ebb and flow. Um, verse three, I mean chapter three. 
there is an occasion for everything and a time for every activity under heaven, a time to give birth and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, and a time to to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to throw stones, isn't that interesting, and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to avoid embracing, a time to search, and a time to count as though, and a time to keep, and a time to throw away, a time to tear, and a time to sow, and a time to be silent, a time to speak, a time to love, and a time to hate, and a time for war, and a time for peace. Amen. This is a handful because I can give you a time, literally, and when I go through each scripture, I can think of things just pop to me about every little thing. There's a time to give birth, right? And I've given birth to kids. There's a time that I've given birth to to um, projects that I have done. But then there's some times where I felt like it was just so low and there, it was, there, there was death. There was a time to plant and a time to uproot. And I'm always planting seeds in the things of God, planting seeds, financial seeds, planting seeds into people. And right, and then there's a time to uproot to take those things up and go out there and get that harvest. There's a time to tear down and a time to build. And there was a time in February some years ago when the Lord spoke to me about Zerubbabel and rebuilding um, the business and the ministry, right? So it was a time to tear down and a time to build back up. And then there's a time to mourn. And that was just what I was telling you. And we went through this drastic mourning um, over the last um, past month with just family members, right? But then there's a time to dance, and I don't know exactly where that was. I think back to my dad and going to my grandma's 70th birthday and dancing. There's a time to throw stones, right? And there's a, a time to gather the stones. And when I think about throwing the stones, I think about that anger in me, throwing stones and to gather the stones. A time to embrace and a time to avoid embracing. Embracing them things, and sometimes I avoid embracing them. A time to search and a time to count as lost. And when I think about this, the Bible study that we did, where it was like counting the cost, right? It's in Luke 14 and 28. It says that we count the cost. So when I think about this, it's a time to search and a time to count as loss, right? So sometimes we're counting on some things, and sometimes it's just a loss. A time to tear and a time to sow. And here's the one last week when I talked about, or the week before, a time to be silent and a time to speak where you're so angry and so much is going on that the best thing to say is not to say anything at all. So there's a time to be silent and a time to speak. And you often hear that where people, you're having conversations and, and sometimes you should say a lot. And then sometimes the Holy Spirit is like, you're not going to say anything at all about that. A time to love and a time to hate. And lastly, I even think, um, as we talk about on these prayer calls and, and just all the things that's going on, I watched, I don't know what her name is, but one of the ladies, again, resigned from um, the cabinet and just different things um, going on within our government. The last thing in eight, it says a time for war and a time for peace. And I just ask God to just hold back that time of war, right, um, Because but we're in those last days. So all of this is going on, and there's this ebb and flow, all of these different times of things going on. Ecclesiastes says there's going to be some times where you're going to, but he, here all, every one of these things are, are listed out that there are things that we're going to go through. And so it helps us to remember that there's some decrease and increase, smiles and laughter, um, good times and not so great times. 
um, flowing times and, and not so flowing times increase and increase. And so God letting us know all of that in Ecclesiastes 3. Sometimes, and I say it on this call that he puts you, whatever word that he speaks to, I feel so honored as I spoke to one of my friends. But the Lord speaks to me in a language that I totally get it. And he knows that I love the water, and he speaks to me in water language. Does that make sense? And he would give me such an illustration in the thing that I love, that he knows me. Number one, it makes you say, ah, right to God, because he created you, and he knows things about you, and he knows how to speak to you. I know that she loves the word. That's the thing that I created. If you see me put in the post that I I can't see him, I wrote it in, in our book about the sands are incalculable because there's so much sand out there, and the waters are ever flowing, and you can't see the end of it. But I know that God meets me out. Very interesting. Something just happened in our call. <laughs> um, praise Jesus. Um, there's something that just happened and clicked on in the call, and that's never happened before. So, um, we just thank God. But as I was saying, um, if hopefully we didn't interrupt too long, but as I was saying, um, that God knows who you are, loves you, created you. But I'm in awe with Him. That's where I was at. I'm in awe with Him because He speaks to me. That I would still get. And we all are so different, and so he may speak to you in a different way. He may not even talk to you about ebb and flow. And this is what's so great is because somebody out there is looking for what in the world does ebb and flow mean to me, right? But it's this constant movement, and God is talking to us in such a way. And so I would urge you today, even as we're going through this time of salvation, if you have been on the fence and you have been like, I don't know what to do, that essentially, your goal is to get closer to God and get relationship with God, right? And as we're looking at this Sunday and there's a salvation time where you give yourself back to him, you repent, you confess, and you believe, and you um, get back into covenant relationship with God if you've walked away or if you've never done it before, then you get with God, that you get in relationship with him because he's always talking to us and he's always available to us. It's one thing. I just tried to talk to my team yesterday on the call, and I'm like, I am here. Text me if you need to, and I'll let you know that I'm available for you. But the one thing about God, I don't even have to send a text message, is that the one thing that's constant is always prayer. Hallelujah, right? The one thing that's constant is always prayer, and so I'm always in conversation with him. Even as I walked out the door to get in the car this morning, I am talking to him about something that is on my mind, it's been on my mind all night, and I'm like, God, protect and keep and cover and, Lord God, help me in this situation to do the right thing. And so he's always available, always moving, always present, always listening to everything that we have going on, even in the midst of the ebb and flow, even in the midst of the the, the, the rises and the lows and the ups and the downs and the happy moments and the sad moments, even in the midst of all of this while we're living this life and living the life the best that we can. Based on he directs our steps and orders our, orders our steps, and we're one of his children. And sometimes one of our one of his children 
And sometimes we miss it. But we get back up and we keep on fighting and we don't give up. That we keep on uh, going and that we don't give up and we keep on fighting. Amen. Because this race is ours to win. And we keep on going and we press to the, the mark of the high calling. And so we just wanted you to know today about the ebb and flow. I want to give you that quote again um, so you know it. And I'm going to put it up because I hope I can find a picture on it because it spoke to me um, volumes about the ebb and flow. Probably something you heard of before and you never even knew that it was, you know, applicable in that way where there's a scripture about it. But it is. It's in Ecclesiastes 3. There's times and there's seasons that we're going to go through different things in life. And there's, if you look at it, it just gives me a different perspective. Because I'm like, okay, the ebb and flow. And as I walked out there, this is the question I didn't say. As I walked out there, I saw the water go out. But more so, I saw the water come in. I told Alex, I kept on focus, and I kept saying, Lord, okay, I need you in this season. I, I went out there to the water to talk to God. And God, what is next in this season? And everything that I have going on, this is where I know that you meet me. I am so intentional about going out to the water. I go out there, I look, I talk, I pray, I put my feet in the water freezing, but it's me and God. It's my place. It's my place of solidarity, unity with him. It is my place of, of a sanctuary where I go and I meet with him. It is my place of solace and serene and just calm and peace. It is my place with God. And so he talks to me that way with the ebb and flow. And so I just wanted you guys to know that there's this, this rise and fall. Maybe you're going to see it more times. As I talked to my dad one time, I said it's almost like a hurdle. Like, it's almost like you're jumping over hurdles and different things. But as um, the minister gave us this other night, this experience, this God giving you experience in some things is so relatable. And when I think about it that way, that's all you need is somebody to give you some breakdown in a way that you can put it in your life. And you say, oh, okay, that thing makes sense. And so as you're going through, it may seem tumultuous. But it's when God gives you the revelation on the thing and gives you um, a different way to look at it, then you're like, okay, God, this is what you're doing in my life. And, okay, now I can stand up and now I can get back up. I'm encouraged by that word. And now I can get through that this these series, series of circumstances and look to you which come as my help. Amen. So the quote, again, is like the seasons of the year, life changes frequently and drastically. You enjoy it or endure it as it comes and goes, as it ebbs and flows. It's going to be one of my favorites. I'm going to up, um, today in the group. And we'll make sure to put the prayer call up in the group and make sure that you hold on to it and know that God is awesome. He is worthy to be praised. And we so um, thank him for all things, and all things we give him thanks. God, we so thank you today for just your presence, Lord Jesus. Thank you for nudging me today because this is the holiday weekend. And uh, I wanted to just sleep on in, and I know that we need to meet you in prayer this morning. This is our our service. This is our um, our duties, Lord God. This is where we um, give you our everything. This is where we want to start our day with you. We don't want to start it without you. <clears throat> and so today we get up, Lord God, and we give you praise and we give you honor. We give you glory. We so thank you. God, for revelation, Lord God, for speaking to us in such a way that we would understand it. We thank you for every caller that's on this prayer call with us today, Lord God. And we even thank you for an interruption because when there's interruptions and we don't even know how to work it, you know you help us to work through those things. Life is full of interruptions, Lord God. Life is full of different things and circumstances and situations. Lord God, sometimes we don't even know how to get to them, Lord God, but you're giving us experience. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for the experience. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit, because you are our helper. And as we're going through these things, we have the help that we can just call on. God, when we miss it and sometimes we try to do everything by ourselves, we did not fail on the thing, that you're, you're clearly just helping us to do something different in life, moving us to new things, moving us to new potential and purpose in our life. And so we just want to thank you for the destiny that you have for us. Thank you, Lord God, for the calling, God. It's such a great calling that you have on each and every one of our lives. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the prayer and how you meet us here today, God. Thank you, Lord God, for love, Lord God, and love overflowing, Lord God, ever moving, Lord God, and present in our lives, Lord God, steadfast love. Lord God, great is thy faithfulness that you would meet us here today, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for each tribulation, Lord God, and each situation that we've had that you've helped us to overcome. Lord God, help us, Lord God, to not walk in offense, that we keep on going, Lord God, that we forgive the forgiver, Lord God, that we forgive the person that came against us, Lord God, and that we move in the things that are called by you. Lord God, we just ask you, Lord God, to just provide, Lord God, and be the Jehovah Jireh, Lord God, that we so, so need, Lord God, that we're all going through different circumstances, that ebb and flow, increase and decrease, Lord God, and not so much in financial, the financial arena, just in different things, Lord God, whether it's relationships, there may be a um, a heightened area, Lord God, and then there's a decline, Lord God, there's um, the loss that we have in our family. You just spoke about each area, Lord God, in Ecclesiastes 3. So help us, Lord God, in these rises and falls, Lord God, that we know and that we truly depend on you and all that you have for us, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that you had us in that park this morning in our dream life. And God, today we bring before you, Lord God, even as it is so chilly out this morning, we pray, Lord God, for the homeless people, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that you be with them and God, that you send someone today, even as we're going into the season of salvation, that we would Speak and minister to your people, Lord God, that you would bring them in and call them in, Lord God, and as they're around churches, Lord God, that they would get up, Lord God, and they would remember, thank you, Jesus, the times of old when we were kids and you went to services, Lord God, and you had to eat the plates and stuff, and that you would um, prick that person and, and move that person to get up and just go walk in the church, and that people would love on them, Lord God, and then you would change their life around that one person. That one person is just like, Lord, this is not the life that I want to live. And so many things happen to me. Those ebbs and flows in life have happened to me, and it has left me here, brought me here outside in the cold, homeless. Lord God, addicted to so many things. Lord God, that person we pray for today that you would change the heart of man. And, Lord God, that you would send them to a place, Lord God, and that the people would help him, help, help him, help them. Lord God, come to a place, Lord God, where they can renew and you can restore their life all over again. And so, God, we thank you, Lord God, that it is done, Lord God, that we just even see the area of Camden, Lord God, where you're speaking to the people, God. And we ask you, yes, Holy Spirit, to permeate the atmosphere, Lord God, even as we're here in this area, Lord God, that we can send your spirit to a place. And, Lord God, know, Lord God, that we pray for your people, that we intercede for them right now, God. So we ask you to cover that area, Lord Jesus. We ask you to move into places, even as we speak in Houston, Lord God, and in L.A., all of those places where there's people that are on um, the sidewalk, Lord God, and have nowhere to go. And maybe they're not even going into the shelters, Lord God, but they are tired, tired of living a life, Lord God, beneath them, Lord God. People sometimes, thank you, Jesus, I'm reminded, of a story that went bad with a lady that just um, was a brilliant person, 
and things just went awry, Lord God, and this is where life left them. God, we ask you to pick them up, Lord God, to give them the change of heart, Lord God, that they would go and they would do the thing that you call them to do, Lord God, that life hits us hard sometimes, Lord God, and we can get stuck in a place I know. I remember being in the shelter, Lord God, and I could have stayed there easily and made a different decision, Lord God, but there's great is your faithfulness, Lord God, and you don't leave us there or even drop us there. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. You don't even drop us there. You just dropped us there to meet some people. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. I'm even, as I'm praying about it, I'm reminded this week, and I said this, and I share this, that here I was at this shelter when I was 19 years old and stayed there and had no place to go. And how the Lord turned things around. And the other day when I went to go to, um, I forgot all about this. As I went to go to um, my aerobics class, the girl that I shared a room with in the shelter was in the hot tub. And I called out her name. And I was like, hey. And she was like, hey. And then it took me back. And I said, Lord, look at you. And how I felt so broken in that time where I didn't have anywhere to go. And I thought life was over. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm going to be stuck here. How am I going to get here? And how you would afford me 20 years later an opportunity to live in one of the most prestigious areas with schools and all of these different things and all these opportunities in this gym that I am the only African-American woman in that pool at that time taking that class, all of the things that he's afforded to me. And so we go through these low times, thank you, Jesus, for God that has a plan and a purpose for it all. That even if, as I speak on it, that it gives me that compassion to remember what it is like to be homeless. And I had no idea I was going to connect that story with the dream that I had this morning. But I was literally helping people to find ways, thank you, Jesus, to get showers this morning in the park. And so, God, we so thank you this morning for your awesomeness, God. We thank you for your love, God. We thank you, Lord God, that we put the person, the homeless community, or I know you got them on your mind this morning, Lord God, that we put them on the altar today. God, we put the person, and and I even need to check this, that we go and give them food, whether it's sandwiches or just whatever it is that we can do, Lord God, that I still I still remember it, Lord God, and not so high-minded, Lord God, and praying, Lord God, for their increase. God, I pray for their turnaround, Lord God. I pray for their abundance, God. I pray, yes, Lord, for supernatural abundance in your people's lives, Lord God, that you would get them off the corners, Lord God, that you would get them out of crack houses, Lord God, that you would turn their situation around. This morning, Lord God, that I pray, yes, God, that even one person would just walk into the church and just say, I had a change of heart, and that I've been wanting to come off of these streets for such a long time. But today is my day. And, God, we so thank you, Lord God, for the brokenhearted. Yes, God, the brokenhearted. Lord God, the brokenhearted and the contrite spirit, Lord God, that they are so broken, God, that you put them back together again, that you haven't forgotten about them, and we so thank you. God, great is your faithfulness that you would even have us to pray about it this morning. We're over here, Lord God, but there's so many, Lord God, lost, God, and broken, Lord God, thinking, yes, even, hey, God, there must be someone that you've forgotten about them and you haven't. 
yes, I think you've forgotten about him and you have it. Thank you right now, Lord God, for your grace abounding, Lord God. God, for your grace abounding, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, that you would send people. God, that would have a mind and a heart, Lord God, to go out and help your people. That you would send them in, God, rescue teams. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, God, rescue teams, Lord God. We thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. God, we pray for every area, Lord Jesus, as as we say, California, Lord. God, how California and Houston is for me this morning. Oh, God, that you would pull your people off the street, Lord God, and you would bring them into such beauty, God, because you make things all beautiful. You make things beautiful in your time. And so, God, we give you praise today. We thank you, God, for this salvation time, Lord God, that we reflect and be reminded, Lord God, that in three days you rose, Lord God, I'm always remembered of that, reminded of the song that he rose, he rose from the dead. God, we thank you, Jesus, that you rose. And give us an opportunity, Lord God, to just pray and talk to you, God, and give you our lives one more time. Even today, I give you this life one more time all over again, Lord Jesus. And as we are on the prayer call, that we give you this life over and over again, God. We give you our hearts, God, our minds, Lord God, and we come into full relationship with you, Lord God, that we say, God, save us. And that question may be, what must I do to be saved, Lord Jesus? And, God, that we come before you, Lord God, just so humbly, God, broken. Lord God, that we can't do it by ourselves, Lord God, that we are nothing without you, Lord God. And we are not worthy, Lord God, but we give you praise, Lord Jesus. We thank you, God, for just worship, an opportunity to worship and talk to you, Lord God. We thank you, God, that you are such a great and mighty God. Lord God, we just want to bless you, God. Thank you, Lord God, that you bless our households today. God, bless our children. God, bless our communities, Lord God, as we're out here, Lord God, going around, Lord God, that we would be able to minister and talk to your people and encourage them, Lord God, that we would say kind words, God, to build your people up and not tear them down, Lord Jesus. God, we speak fruitfulness, Lord God. We utter the words of fruitfulness, Lord God, in everything that we do. Lord God, that anything that is dying is not like you, Lord God, that you stir up the gift in our lives, Lord God. God, that you call us out of barren places, Lord God, and you bring us into fruitfulness, Lord God. We thank you, God, for the flow in our life and the things that are overflowing, Lord God. God, fill up our vessels, Lord God, that we may be filled, Lord God, with you. Lord God, thank you that we put our our ears to your heartbeat, Lord God. Our ears to your heart, Lord God, so we know the things that concern you, God. God, we ask you that we would have compassion for your people, Lord God. That we would not look away from them, Lord God, but that we would hear what's going on in their lives, Lord God, and we would be so sensitive to what they have going on, Lord God, and we so pray for your people, God. We lift them up, Lord God. We bring people before you, Jesus. God, we stand here on the wall this morning to intercede, Lord God, to intermingle, Lord God, to get involved, Lord God, in the stuff of your people, God. And maybe they don't even know how to pray, Lord God, but we bring them before you, Lord Jesus, that we ask you to get in the midst, Lord God, of all they have going on, Lord God, that we not forget about them, Lord Jesus. We bring them before you, God, hoping that you would speak to them, God, wherever they are, Lord God. God, crack houses, we ask you to get get them up and get them out, Lord God. In places, Lord God, that are not like them, Lord God, we ask you to get them out, Lord God. If it's somebody's bed, 
um, if you're not in the Simply Study group. But the Bible study will be going up soon. I think I got it. I've been praying on it. I'm like, what is the right Bible study for this next Bible study? There's only one more. Um, that's April 21st. And then we're debating about the September um, lesson as it's school time. But we'll be praying for that. But one more, April 21st right now. Um, it's April 21st at 8.30 p.m. We'll be doing our next Bible study. And we'll be putting it up. It's in Simply Study. So if you're in Simply Pray, it's connected. The group is connected. Just go into that group and join that group as well. If you just want to study with us and go back and go over the other, other studies, Maybe you missed it, but all you have to do is get the book, and we go through, and somebody just takes you through it, and we just pick out, you know, whatever God helps us to see that is um, a blessing to us. Amen. So we praise God and just thank him um, for this day. I pray that you guys have an awesome day as you go through this day. Be warm, be safe, and be blessed as always. Um, thank you for joining us for this prayer call today. Amen.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.